Okay, Patrick, we're back. Sarah, we're back. We took a week off. We did take a week off. You were very busy. Yeah, it was crazy last week. What were you working on? Can you disclose? I was an FBI informant for uh, <laughs> infiltrating the uh, Trump administration. And uh, yeah, obviously it didn't go well. <laughs> opposite for you though would you be like you'd be like an fbi informant trying to look into maybe the dnc 2020 uh, yeah, or how to win like <laughs> powerball or something <laughs> i did you know what i played powerball the other night 306 million you I did you I, get anything did you i won four dollars oh that's good um yeah. what are the tickets two bucks Two bucks. So you won two free tickets. I spent 20 and won four. That's good math. There's <laughs> your plan, I think B. I'm down 16 bucks. <laughs> there he goes. Well, look, we have a lot to cover we, since we weren't here we last week. a lot. Week. Yeah, craziness. Um, well, one of the things that I thought was interesting from your Twitter feed this week was, where were you? Were you was your son graduating from college? Who was graduating? You were at, like, or you were talking about graduation speeches that essentially parents, kids pay all this oh, money. Oh no, it's just you know the you know Hillary bringing out the Russian hat and oh. Al Gore at you know the University of Maryland telling people to be anti-Trump. Like so, I mean, you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for a college education, and these liberals on these college campuses, like. It's your it's your it's your graduation exercise. I don't want to hear about politics. It's it's insulting to whatever percentage of the student body that's graduating might not agree with those thoughts. Second, you're 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 forwarding your agenda on these kids who just graduated. How about talk about prosperity and growth and working hard and maybe giving back to the community? But I don't need to hear you know have fake Russian hats coming out and, t- and Al Gore saying everyone should be anti-Trump. So you don't feel like, I mean, clearly these colleges that invite Gore or Hillary Clinton know what they're going to get. Not colleges. Either the student, um, you know, executive committee or whatever they're called, you know, the student council, or certainly, I mean, listen, the president of the University of Maryland is an extreme liberal. Right. Which is fine. But maybe 20%, 40% of your student body that's graduating may not agree with those principles. It's it's just you know yet they don't let Condoleezza Rice speak at Rutgers. I mean I know that's going back several years. It's just so hypocritical. It's it's just embarrassing. On the you know listen, I've said this before. If the Democrats don't start standing for something other than anti-Trump, they may not win the midterms on the House, and they're going to get crushed in the Senate. And Trump will win again in 2020. You think? If the Democrats do not come up with a platform. But wait, do you really consider Hillary Clinton any more part of the Democratic Party? I mean, Of course even, she is. They, but even they are kind of like, okay, enough. She I still mean, keeps popping up. Well, but I mean, she's basically like she an independent speaker. She still said the other speaker. day she can't get over the election. Yeah, but don't you think she's kind of speaking now on her own? Like, Bill Clinton you can hire as a speaker, right? Like, don't you think that's what Listen, they're essentially doing? Who's in charge of the Democratic Party right now? Obama? Uh, no, isn't it? So who it? is it? Uh, good question. Hmm, that's the point. They don't have somebody. <laughs> no one believes Pelosi is. She's a, she's a, oh, she's yeah. a great fundraiser, Her. but that's it. Schumer, he, I mean, he, he contradicts Sanders. himself every other day. You know, in 2015, he's anti-Iran uh, nuclear deal, even against his own party in, in President Obama. Trump gets rid of it, and he's killing Trump. No, seriously, yeah, I, there's no leadership at all in the Democratic Party. Zero. 
Who do you think... Um, that is kind of a... That's a good question. I mean, who do you think needs to step up and be a representative for them? I, you know, honestly, I don't know. I'm just saying, like... And I was, it was interesting. I was listening to former uh, Senator Torricelli from New Jersey on, um, on, uh, on a program, and he... He's, he must have said it 10 times. He's, he's nervous for his own party because they stand for nothing. Yikes. Well, I mean, when I do think of the Democratic Party, I do think they stand for, or they did anyway, for Obamacare. I thought that they were really about universal health care. Uh, they weren't for, obviously, the tax reform bill. Name that- one Democrat that would really, really campaign on Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I, I, unless you're very progressive left, if you're in, if you're in a if you're That's in a, a if you're in a moderate state, you're not out there touting Obamacare. You may say things like everyone deser- deserves health care. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair statement. But you're certainly not going to say Obamacare has been great. But who's standing by Trump as far as it, when it comes to health care? Nobody. No one's excited about him like cutting basically everything that Obamacare Listen, did because it's better than and, what. And I've said this on this podcast. A hundred times. It's not about whether you agree with their policies or not. The one thing Trump is doing, and the Republicans are doing, they're trying to get legislation done. Whether you, we could, we could, we okay. could completely disagree if that legislation makes any sense. Okay, that's but true. But they're trying to get legislation done. What are the Democrats doing? Well, they're trying to stop that because they don't believe in the legislation. No, they're, that just, they're... they're just anti-Trump. It, it, they have. Deranged Trump syndrome, or whatever you want to. No, sir. And it's, I'm telling you, it's causing them to not think clearly. But I mean, people argue that about Trump, too. I mean, now he's about this FBI informant thing that a lot of people think is a conspiracy of his. The New York Times didn't think it was a conspiracy. I mean, they downplayed it in their article, trying to get ahead of the story. But they don't think it's a conspiracy. I mean, we don't know if he was specifically placed in the campaign or embedded, as you know, the words Trump used. But clearly, there's something not right here. I mean, this whole thing now seems just sort of like we went from collusion. We went from the Russians wanted Trump to win; they influenced the election to Trump collusion. To now, there's no collusion. Now it's oh, maybe we could get him on obstruction. You have McCabe, who is was the number two person at the FBI, who's been recommended for criminal prosecution. You have Comey went rogue and who knows what. <laughs> Sally Yates is was clearly anti-Trump. You have the two FBI individuals exchanging text messages, talking about well, Plan Bs against Trump. Like, listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist saying all this is all tied together, but clearly. He wasn't expected to win. They started right. panicking when they thought he was going to win, and who they is. Uh, well, everybody. I mean, the Republicans, I truly believe this is some sort of orchestrated plan B to get him out. Well, I do think we have talked about that on the podcast before, and it does seem like, I mean. Like, it's <laughs> enough now. Like, 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 like I, and honestly, the polls show it. People are done with it. They're tired of it. They want to get back to regular business, back to their lives. I think even the Democratic, you know. Right. You know, I, I think, I think right. even I think they know some of that. you're not going to, unless he traps Trump somehow in the interview, this thing's over. The ship has sailed. Right. And they don't want that to come out before the midterms. It'll come out in January that, you know, listen, a couple people get hand, slapped on the hands that were in his campaign for talking to a couple Russians, but nothing's going to touch him unless he really screws up something in, in the interview. 
Yeah, it, and it looks becomes that a way. Martha Stewart, you know, where you get her for something unrelated to the original right. issue. Like, I, it, regardless whether you're done, like, you got to start moving on now with with real legislation, real advancements. It just seems like you know. Well, what legislation do you think the Democrats are are really trying to stop? Is there anything specific that's happening? I mean, obviously the tax thing—they really didn't well, they want didn't to want, happen. Yeah, they didn't, listen, they didn't want the tax thing. Certainly, immigration, right? Right. But that's not even like that's like fifth, sixth, seventh on people's priority list. I mean, last week you got the Dems defending MS-13. Right. Now, listen, you know, Trump made his comment after the MS-13 question. Was he referring specifically to MS-13? I don't know. Now, the he, animals. You're referring yeah, the to animals. the animals comment, right? right. To even suggest that an MS-13 member isn't an animal, like, like isn't an animal is or not. is? Of course okay, they so, are. Okay, you're. Well, I mean, they are. That's a pretty strong. But I mean, the, well, 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 hold the on. problem is hold on. the rhetoric I, from the president is so bad. But hold, okay, but let, let's go back to when he made the comments about uh, the Nazi sympathizers in uh, Charleston, right? Which I said 100 percent was awful. Right. Where he, okay. When he said, "There's good people on both sides," right? right. Horrible statement. It, it may be one of his worst worst mistakes okay. of his presidency, right? But now he calls MS-13 members animals, and you have all these people coming out. Well, they're humans, and well, wait a second. So, like, that's where, I, like, I mean, do you see what I'm at? Like, well, I get your point. They're both equally think... bad. Okay, but we also talk about like giving respect, right, to President Trump and what the, the, the presidency is, right, to have respect for that office. And we talk a lot about the media doesn't really have a lot of respect for him. But the problem is, is like, I understand, it just goes both ways. Like, I he never, totally agree. he doesn't refer to I mean, people as I mean, he wakes up humans. on a Saturday morning and goes on like a 40-tweet rant. Yeah. No, listen. I'm, do you, and by the way, do you believe that he spoke to Bill Gates and did not know the difference between HIV and HPV? No, I, I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I mean, that would be, Patrick, he'd be so dumb. Listen, I am not a defender of what he does on a daily basis. But do you think the man is actually smart? Like, doesn't it scare you a little bit? Like, no, maybe I think the people around it, I think him he are. Is. I don't think he's an intellect like we're used to having in that office. Yeah, that's I scary. Mean, listen, people made fun of George W. Bush and his level of yeah. academic, you know, right. accomplishments. Right? Well, but Trump na- makes, yeah. N- now they love him. I think Trump is smart. <laughs> That's his, scary. Yeah, I think that... Trump is very smart in his own ways. Just like I think Obama was very academically smart. But maybe Obama wasn't smart in deal-making and negotiating and bring other people in to help him accomplish his goals. You know, where George W., you know, his skill set was rallying people after 9-11. I just right? think Listen, he... I think each person has their different skill set. Right. You know, you know, listen, I don't think Trump's going to go teach Harvard Law. right. So, you know, but that's, that doesn't mean you can't run a country or, or a business or... Hey, know. I mean, I think the best thing that could happen is that Kanye West wins in 2020 and then we'll, be, we'll have great memories of I Trump. I mean, Obama just signed a deal with Netflix to make movies. I'm so excited. What, what, has he ever been a movie maker? <laughs> no. no, but I oh, think... Oh, okay. So, like... But they clearly... They just have a tact that, I think... I don't know that they'll be good movie makers by any means, but I think when they were in office, they at least had like a little composure. Right, that can we're we missing. talk about the ridiculousness of Metro and, yeah. and and governments and Uber paying to keep 
Metro open. Okay, so why does this bother you? Because to me, this seems like a genius okay, sales move. This, th- but you're a sales guy. How does this bother you? It, it bothers me on so many levels. It bothers me, number one, we should have a metro system that can stay open. That's number one. Okay. In a major city of this size. Number two, it's a hundred grand. If this city, and when I say city, Virginia that's served by Metro and Maryland that's served, it's not, it doesn't only fall on DC. Right. Can't afford a hundred grand embarrassment, mismanagement. Yeah, but even if they can, wouldn't you rather take money? No, like if these guys no, are offering you, know you money. No, it's a political payoff. And everyone, oh, all caps hashtag. No, that's not what it's about. You had Qatar. Paying money right. to to a, 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 an entity in D.C. and then that entity paying to keep Metro open. It's a bribe. Well, I mean, wait I mean, a minute. Okay, wait. Let me rephrase it. It, it, should, it, it might fall short of that, but it's clearly a political How's it different than lobbying? Isn't that all lobbyists do? No. Lobbyists are always giving money to causes to lobby for what they want. Not it's to the, the government. That's illegal. No, they do it all well, the time. So Uber just gets hit. Ride shares in this city just get hit with a 6% tax. It's being... Right, right. They're having... Right. right. They're going to... So the, the mayor, I believe, has a chance to veto that, I believe, right? So here's Uber paying to keep Metro open. Why do you think they're doing that? Well, I'm sure they're doing it, like you said, as a... They are trying to basically... Wrong, illegal. And our elected officials... But it's officials, not illegal, right? It's illegal, obviously. If, it's not illegal. No. All right. Let me rephrase. It gives the perception of impropriety, I believe, of, of a political payoff. We shouldn't be celebrating that. We shouldn't be celebrating a foreign government having to come in and pay a hundred grand to keep Metro open. We shouldn't celebrate other. Listen, if they want to sell advertising for the, which they already do, they sell tons of that. Okay, but like it's, it's just, clearly the not whole enough. thing just stinks. It just smells. In a city that has a history of corruption. And, and, and questionable dealings. It just it just stinks. The well, whole thing stinks. And by the way, shame on the capitals too. They should pay. If somebody had to pay, they should pay. They're making a fortune as as their run extends to the playoffs with all these additional home games. You got police who have to, you know, you know, monitor the streets and all these extra things that take place when a game of the, you know that stature happens in downtown DC. Caps can afford a hundred grand. I think Ted Leonsis can afford it. I know. I saw people I think his son just I think his son just bought a $7 million house in, in, in Colorado. <laughs> I saw people saying Ted Leonsis needs to pay. I mean, really? But, I mean, Metro has, like, no money, right? Haven't they talked about that over and over? And talk about corruption. They've had which, years which, which, of tons which, of corruption. Which, which, honestly, I took Metro for the first time, you know, what, two days ago, I think. I think it was four ninety five to go five stops. <laughs> It's not cheap. It's I mean, not cheap. I mean, what do we... T- <sighs> but it's pretty clean. They've rolled oh, out stop. all new trains. It's delayed. It doesn't work. It's not an old system. I, I, I feel like it's pretty decent, like, all in all. Okay. And, I mean, you need it is clean. tons of money to keep these things going. It's okay. insane. New York needs tons of money to keep the New York subway system. They figure it out. Boston, <laughs> Chicago... <laughs> I mean, I just, just, and they don't even seem appalled. By the way, Mayor Bowser, none of them have addressed it, right? They, I just see, keep seeing tweets from their office, got, like, "Thank you." All I hear, oh, we want to be a state. When the Democrats take over the House, we're going to be a state. They can't even keep Mitchell open for an hour, and they want to be a state. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? I thought it was a good sales move. I was like, "Screw it!" Listen, hey, okay, let's get away from the it? fact that it shouldn't be done. But if it has to be done, good move by Uber. If, it, if, if, yeah, if, right. if somebody's not going to tell you you can't do it, then 
Great move. Um, okay, so another story that uh, this is interesting to see where it will head, but Starbucks even came out today and is what now. What did I tell you about this? Reclarifying. Two weeks ago. <laughs> well, actually, the reclarifying, what, what did you say? The reclarifying, the clarification on the idiotic policy that they originally had. But really, didn't have. So I believe it was what last week, four or five days ago, they came Anyone out. Anyone can come in for any reason, hang out. Then they said, "Oh, by the way, you can't come in and like use the restrooms to shower. You can't have drug use, and you can't sleep." And now they've implemented this new policy where they encourage employees to go and ask the person first to stop the behavior, um, to identify the yeah, behavior. This that is going to go wrong. well. <laughs> I mean, this is this is your typical. Like fake outrage over an incident that happened in Philadelphia, which was a bad incident, and I've I've been yeah yeah we talked about that it was was terrible it was terrible okay it was an incident fire the person you you already did some sort of racial they've done two settlements I think diversity education right they've done some settlements and move on. So you would not have kind of restructured their whole policy? No, of it's a joke. You're running a business. So what do you think is going to happen? You think that this open-door policy of come in is going to lead... Basically, people are saying it's going to lead to like, it's like a homeless shelter. People be, will just be using I'm drugs. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a disaster. People aren't going to want to work there because they're going to feel like... They'll be a fearful chaos, of... security issues. Um, they're going to be afraid to go up to... You think they're going to go up to somebody now with videos? and So if somebody's sleeping, you think they're going to go up to say, hey, you can't sleep here? No way. Yeah, that's true. Would you? Uh, no. <laughs> if no. Some, if somebody's showering no, in the bathroom or washing their, no. you know, in the sink, are you going to go up to them? Uh, no. I same thing. I mean, I think if you're in that kind of situation and you're fearful, plus if you're a customer, I don't know what you would do now. I mean, if I'm a customer, honestly, and I, you know, and listen, I'm not saying everyone's going to be packed with individuals just sitting around, but you may think twice about walking in. Like, I can't get a seat. I can't, like... But to, to be fair, there was a Wall Street Journal article basically saying that Panera Bread, McDonald's have kind of had this same policy where anyone can come in and sit. And, yeah, they've had to walk it back, too, because they do get a fair amount of people in there that are just, like, squatting, essentially. But it also has worked in a way because, like, McDonald's, their sort of thing was come in and eventually someone will buy something. Right, plus they're larger. They're larger. A lot of Starbucks are smaller. There's not a lot of seats. Right, right. Right, and, you know, I think it changes the experience of sitting there on your laptop, drinking a coffee, meeting someone for an interview. I, it, you know, I think they're just different retail chains. It'll be interesting to see I just think it's a, it, it just points to the overreaction to social media, the overreaction to policies. And, and things becoming a free-for-all. Free you have to have rules where there's chaos. Right. And now they're basically saying, okay, wait, wait, wait. We do have rules, and this is sort of the three-step no, policy. Well, they claim that, you know, they want employees to go up and say, you know, hey, you know, you're speaking loudly. Please stop. Yeah. Then, like, the second tell, time. Tell me one employee is going to do that after that video <laughs> that came out. I, you make a good point. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard to know what the right thing to do is. And... Hey, Starbucks has how many franchises in the oh. world, in the country? I mean, I don't see how you can even possibly manage. I mean, you but can he, do diversity training oh, and so things like that. Th- this is the whole. How many issues have we had in Starbucks, like the one in Philadelphia? God, I'd really have to one, think about it. Two? Two, yeah. Three. I mean, yeah, and, I'd have to really how long go back. Star- and how long has Starbucks been Years. Okay. Years and years. So why are we overreacting? I guess you got social media now. Like what we talk about, it just goes so but, viral. They're worried about a boycott. They're worried about. But that's my point. Like, have, have you know, like have some 
Basically have some balls and yeah. just go, we settled, we're going to do diversity training, and that's and, that. And just say, listen, we're, we're a welcoming institu- you know, welcoming business. We want people to walk in, and but at the same time, eventually you have to buy something, right? <laughs> no, I think a lot of people agree with you. I was talking to people over the weekend about that. It's a business. About your tweet, and a lot of people agreed that yeah. like it's a business. Yeah, at some point you have to buy something. Right, and listen, unless they don't care about the business aspect of it, and then just make it a homeless shelter. Right. Or a meeting place or a rec center. A free bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. A free bathroom. Whatever they want it to be. Um, The royal wedding was this past weekend. You were, like, not that into it. But you got a lot of tweets, actually, about that. Yeah. Like, people either agreeing with you that the coverage was over the top or people... It it was a nice event. I watched some of it. I did. I will admit. You did? Well, there was nothing else on. (laughs) Except for, like, you know, paid programming or something. Uh, (laughs) No other choice. You had to. It was a nice event. Um... But like, you just you think it's what too much. I I guess what I don't like, I don't. I guess I just don't get the fascination of Americans to that. I guess it's the royalty, the whole. Well, now we have an American princess. Well, but but you but you also had that obsession when it was Kate Middleton marrying you know William, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think think that added to it a little bit. But she wasn't a celebrity before. No. No, but I'm saying, like, their celebrity. Oh, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's that whole, I think, you know, people still remember Princess Diana. There was so much, you know, yeah. I, listen, celebrity I around was, that. I think it was a nice event. And it was a little overdone leading up to it. You know, breaking news, the father's not attending. <laughs> you know, alerts on my phone were a little much. You think it has anything to do with escapism? A lot of people, I, I thought, responding yeah, to you were I, like, actually some hey, people said, hey, escape. you know, like, People were saying to me, like, hey, take a chill pill. You know, like, it's a nice event. No big deal. It's on for a few hours. You know, escape politics. Escape your own problems. It's a fairy tale. It is, which it is for her. Right. For sure. And um, you know what? So I did. I, no, no. Listen. I, <laughs> I love it. I'm, I, listen, I listen. Some yeah, people, so some people say I'm too negative on Twitter because I tend to, like, point the, 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 you know, the, the ills of well, the world rather than the positives. So I've I've taken notice of that. Where you know, no. so you now po- like yeah you're pretty positive. Yeah, I, think. I try to be on certain things. Yeah, but the whole like, actually I'm trying to think of what the last positive tweet. Well, you I had. did say the other day that and listen, <laughs> I'm glad the Caps. You know, listen, good for the Caps. Game oh seven. Oh my God, are you, when is Game Seven? I don't even tomorrow know tomorrow night. Even, tomorrow night. Okay, no, you think they'll Wednesday do it Wednesday night for those who will actually hear this tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if they're going to win, but listen, good for them. They played great, but. It's still like, you know, I pointed out that the uh, Preakness on Saturday did the same rating as game five of, really? of the Caps game. Okay, so, that's surprising, yeah, don't you think? Yeah, I had a lot of people say that as well. I mean, it's a, it, I think it points to that, yes, the Caps have a great niche following, as I've said before, but this isn't a sports town. It's people just are fair not, weather fans. They are. Yeah. All these, and listen, we have them on our station too. But all the, you know, the reporters and the anchors, oh my God, all caps, hashtag. Well, they probably, you know, please, <laughs> they couldn't name three players, right? Um, Ovi. <laughs> no, I'm mean, not saying you. Uh, well, I, I'm actually trying to quiz myself. Holpe, Tom um, Wilson, come on, there's a few. No, I don't really know anyone else. I didn't even, I didn't even watch. I'm like. But you're tweeting all caps. <laughs> No, I'm it's the only one I'm not into. I'm like, I don't know anything about the By the, the way, we're the only city also and team that has like 17 hashtags. Rock the red, all cat. Like, can we come up with any more? <laughs> and by <laughs> the way, did you see what the D.C. Council did yesterday? <laughs> no, what? Okay, so, you know, the D.C. flag has the two red bar and then the 
stars. Yeah, above yeah, yeah. The, sure, the, yep, yep, the DC. Okay. They changed the um, stars to chili peppers and tweeted it out because there's, I think it's called capsian. Okay, but I think I did pronounce see this. It. Um, which is an ingredient in chili peppers. So they said, we want to get hot tonight and went. I'm like, oh my God. Like, who thought? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Why, you found that cheesy? Like, just like cheesy. Too, too cheesy? Like, now we're chili peppers? <laughs> too confu- The branding is too confusing. Ugh. Don't they do By that the way, cheesy congratulations sa- to Mayor Bowser on her adoption. I think it's great. I know. She tweeted out this morning, I believe, or late last night, that she has been going through the adoption process, and now she has a child. I know. It's great. That is really but, amazing. But I, Good for her. And again, I'm not going to say but, so let's put a period on that. It's great. Congrats. It's interesting, though, from a communication perspective, that's a big deal. Single mayor from Washington, D.C., Adopts a baby, right? Okay, yeah. Which is fantastic. Like, you would think it would be a bigger story, right? Like, shouldn't that be, like, a big story nationally? Or am I overblowing? Um, I think it's great. Like, it's a big... Isn't it a big deal? Like, I don't know. Just, from, that, a sta- uh, just hmm. from a standpoint of showing, like... I don't know. Well, like, I, as a role model and... Like you can do it yourself. You could you could work up to whatever you as want. A sing, you're saying basically single as a single woman, right. like kind of being independent. In the nation's and capital. It. Well, I do think it has potential to be that, but it's interesting because in her release, that she, you know, she put this out, and then she said, you know, we're kind of asking for privacy yeah, no, this I time. So but then I, I feel listen, like I'm not, I'm not suggesting she should have just went right out on a Today Show or Fox Morning News or whatever. But anyway, I just think it's a great. It, it is a good a, story. A, you know, Why not own you know, it? You know, and again, politics aside, she's you know she's become a very successful yeah. person, female who happens to be female, who is running the nation's capital, and then finds time to go through the adoption process. Wants to give back from that perspective and fulfill her life. I know I'm sounding really sappy right now. But <laughs> you're like going in. No, listen. I think it's a good story. It is a great story. And, I mean, right? Who you know, knew? Like yeah. that was really good for her. But I, I understand the privacy part of it, right? Yeah. So maybe people are giving her time, and then it becomes more of a story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speak- Love to have her on, by the way. <laughs> Well, Come I was going to say, we got to promote next week. We yeah. have a big interview. I know. We're sitting down with Chief Newsham. Your interview. So I'm getting nervous. You are? Not really. Okay, I was going to say, what? You know, <laughs> seem very cool. Like, it's going to be fun, though. Nervous. Yeah, we're interviewing uh, Chief Newsham. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Yeah. We, you know, we kind of threw out some questions that we want to ask in regard to And then we'll policing. change all those questions and we'll ask him. No, I'm only kidding. And we'll absolutely not stick to any of the script. Of course you will. <laughs> be the first and last. Although I'm not a journalist. So. Yeah, we made sure that we were like, look, we're not, we're journalists, not journalists, so it's just basically impromptu. We're a bunch of people that have a microphone. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, but we can put on our Facebook page, you know, I guess if people have yeah, any specific that, questions. Uh, let's, let's put that up today. But uh, what do you, what are some of the top things that you do want to ask him about? Well, no, listen, I, you know, <clears throat> well, one is the job what he thought it was going to be when, yeah. he, when he took over and now that he's been in for, for some time. I mean, policing in this day of, you know, heavy tourism. You know, I think D.C. reported last week they had 21 million visitors, which is a crap God, that's an insane of, amount. I know. So how do, you, how do you manage a city of 700,000 people, plus obviously those who commute in and come in for the restaurants and stuff who live in the DMV, and then throw on top of that the 21 million yeah. plus the federal focus and political focus of this city, it's, it's a major undertaking, from, I think, from a policing standpoint. So how does that go? 
what policies has he has he changed? Um, you know, just you know, yeah. just talk about policing in this day and age, and you know, are cops under siege, and how do you keep the troops' morale up, and, and things like that. So I yeah, mean, I it think it'll be, be good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And of course, we wanted to ask him too about their whole ATV dirt biking policy. What ATV dirt bikes shooting? You know, they just changed. We talked just yes. changed the policy about shooting at moving cars. Right. Yeah. yeah, I hope they're just not randomly shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> well, they stopped that, right? They stopped that policy, right? So you can't, or no, no, that it, it had been that uh, you couldn't, you could not, and now you can if there's certain. I mean, obviously, just if you don't like the color of a car, they can't randomly shoot at right, you. Right, right, right. No, I mean, if obviously you're trying to commit a, some sort of terrorist attack with your car, they're going to shoot at you, right? Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, that will be really great. So we'll have that interview next week. What else are we? What else do we need to cover? Today? Yeah. I don't know. What else this is This has been there? a big, full show. I know. We got, we got a lot going so. Is there anything else in pop culture that's going on? Kanye seems to come, has calmed down, right? <laughs> has he? I don't know. A little bit, I think. Right? I think he just took like a couple days off of Twitter. I think it's same old Kanye. I heard today Ariana Grande's dating someone else. I didn't even know who she was dating the first time. <laughs> but I did hear that driving in that she's dating someone else. So, you know, that's good. That was really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know. I think we've covered it all. So where can people follow you, by the way, on Twitter? Patrick, Fox5GM. Fo- Patrick, <laughs> Fox5DCGM. There we go. Okay, good. And, um, yeah, it'd be great. Okay, great. I think next show is going to be terrific. We'll yeah, talk so about next that. Shows with the chief. And then this is sort of like way in the future because you were you the other note that you had was about the Nationals. If they don't make the playoffs, that the manager oh, should yeah. be one and done. One and done. But when you, I was reading that, I was like, wait, didn't the Nats just start their season? Like, isn't it early no, to I'm predict? I'm just saying. They're, listen, they're they're struggling a little bit. They do have a lot of injuries, but you know, I, and you're this is it for you. You're like, gotta make the playoffs. You don't make the playoffs, you're out. Wow, but. The, you're giving like people no time to doesn't build matter. things. No, doesn't matter. No, seriously, I'm I'm being totally serious. Like, how like, long do you give a show? Don't you feel like you have to give a show time? Isn't that the problem now with media? They don't give shows time to like build an audience. I'll give it a build. year. I'm giving him a year. I'm not giving him That's one game. It? Don't you feel like three seasons? I feel like no. you need three years. Oh my god! To try to build something. Please. They have short windows. Harper may leave. Scherzer's not getting oh, any Har- younger. Like you got to win now. Yeah, but there are other great players coming up. It's all about you. Gotta like give people t- like you. Gotta get into a rhythm. You gotta manage everyone's ego. If the it's Caps too much. lose tomorrow night, ninety percent of the people in DC will be like, "Great season." Hey, Barry Trotz did get to the next level. Congrats! It was an awesome season. Blah blah blah. But you would fire Trotz like if they no, don't no, win no, tomorrow. No, 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 no. I, so listen, this like proved to you that I, you think listen, he's. I think, I think based on his previous. Division wins, even though he had struggled in the second round. Unfortunately, they did play the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs in both second rounds, which, again, we've talked about. That's a ridiculous thing the NHL has right, to change. Right, right. The fact that he's gotten to the third round, and I think the fact that they really showed up last night in Game 6 was probably their best game of the playoffs. They completely dominated. If it wasn't for the goalkeeper for, for Tampa, it probably would have been 6 7 nothing. Yeah, they, that goalkeeper does seem. I mean, he played like, amazing last strong. night. So, yeah. listen, I think if they lose a tough one tomorrow night, I think you bring back Trotz. Uh, certainly, if they win, he's going what? to the Stanley Cup final. This is breaking news. Yeah, no. I feel like you've done a reversal. Well, because they played well. Okay. Right. I mean, it's it. It does matter. The body of work matters. I've never suggested it doesn't. 
But God, I'm feeling like the but, heat on this podcast. Like, I mean, if we don't get good ratings, I'm going to be replaced. Yikes. I've been thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Oh, I meant me. I'll be replaced. <laughs> I might replace myself soon. <laughs> well, I mean, that's going to be odd. The Polini perspective. We don't have a Polini. We'll have to move on. I'm a daughter, son. You know, your wife. Oh, she's together. Yeah, I mean, Kristen will be, that will be insane ratings. It would be. And death threats. But we'll be so good. Or if we did it together, we might have a we might have a really good we might have a murder inside the studio. So I would hope we would break that story since we're right. Yeah, absolutely. The newsrooms down the hall. Be my first breaking news right here. We would absolutely need metal detectors for those shows. (laughs) Oh well, look, you guys can follow Patrick. It's at Patrick GM Fox Five DC on Twitter. I'm at Hey Frazier. We'll see you guys next week with Chief News. Have a great week.